Sharks of the corn? Virus shark? Cocaine shark? Sharktopus? Yeah, those are all real movies. Join me, Steve Coates, as each week I take a comedic look at the bizarre world of sharksploitation cinema on Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. Episode of UFO Trailer. 1979 in a small town outside of Dubuque, Iowa. Nettie Miller was out tending to her chickens when a sound <laughs> permeated from the sky above. Aliens? Or an airplane? We'll discuss on this episode of Alien Trailers. Just kidding. It's, Just kidding. It's slash you. It's not even April Fool's Day. Yeah, right. Andy, do you think I got him? I think so. People yeah. are like, oh shit, I've, to- I've downloaded the wrong podcast. What? Alien Trailers? Is that like, that's pretty Alien cool. Alien Trailers? <laughs> what? What does that mean? That's not the podcast I love. I want slash you. I want slash you with the ever... Uh, knowing and uh, vibrant <laughs> Nick and Andy. That's right. That's us. That's uh, Andy. Here we are. And I'm Nick. And uh, we are slash you. Uh, happy New Year, Andy. Happiest of New Year's to you, friend. This is dropping on New Year. New Year's Day. Should uh, old acquaintance be, be forgot. forgot. And that's all I know of that song. Yeah. And so. Well, it's <laughs> a- a- Anger Lang. Aud Lang Sign. Aud Lang Sign. Yeah. Is it Latin? <laughs> is that Latin? It means it means angling sign. We are educated here. We don't uh, really care about we don't Latin, know about much Latin New Year songs. Yeah, we, we know really, a lot about movies. We like movies. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been watching a lot of fucking horror movies Have lately. You? Oh my god! I just watched this one that's like a fucking Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. I've watched those as well. You watched like both? Groundhog Day meets. Yeah, yeah. I told you about them like thought, five episodes ago. I forget, man. I'm that's always okay. a stupid pot, but. but it was cool. Part two. It got a little too quantum physicy. Yes. I didn't like part two because they tried to explain why she's repeating the same day over and over again. And I wanted it to be like Groundhog Day. No explanation. This just happened and she's got to figure a way out of it. But they were they, they broke a barrier by doing a sequel, I think, because yeah. no one... There have been many. It's 12 Dates of Christmas, which yeah. is a... That stars Zach from Saved by the Bell. Mark Paul Gosler. Thank you. Yeah. He It's 12 Dates of Christmas, and J- Jamie Palomino from Just Friends. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. She keeps reoccurring. Right. 12 There's dates. been a lot of movies that are just... Somebody's got to repeat the same... Exactly, day. and I kind of like how they call it out in this movie. I think the the the, the beginning of Happy Birthday uh, to You, the second one, uh-huh. I thought the start was rad. It took off right from where it left off. Yeah. And I really thought we were going to get a different story with um, the, the roommate. Right. But it came back to our uh, hero, um, and she... <laughs> kind of got back in the mix again. Yeah. But I do like how they bring up Back to the Future and Groundhog yeah. Day. It's kind of they make fun of it. But I, what I'm getting at in this story that I've been, you know, just battling about, a lot of, we've watched a lot of movies. Yeah. Some good, some bad, but, um, you know, that's kind of what we do here. Yeah. I slash you. Cheryl and I watched recently that, um, that Marky Mark one on Apple TV Plus, uh, The Family Plan. Rockstar. 
where he plays oh. uh he, he's just a, a family man who it turns out he's a um ex government assassin <laughs> and, he, figure. and he got out of the business and settled down with his family so it's, it's like it's like true lies you know remember arnold schwarzenegger and jamie lee curtis where he's a spy and she doesn't know but this is marky mark who's former spy former hitman former you know whatever and assassin and he's uh gets pulled back into the mix we also watched the family switch starring ed helms and um oh god what the hell's her name the capital one lady used to be married to ben affleck Jennifer Gardner. Yes. Uh, they, it's another one. I don't know how you got to that. I yeah, really like that. <laughs> that's another trope, though, where they all uh, switch bodies. Mom switches with daughter. Dad switches with son. And, all. you know, it's the whole, like, I wish you could spend a day living like me. And I wish you could spend oh, a day. Oh, yeah. Like, and I it's one of those. So there's a whole 13 going on Friday. 30 Freaky yeah. Friday. But it's a whole family this time. Oh, and the baby switches with the dog. So that's a funny side gag, side plot in the movie. So we watch that. Uh, it's a little Christmassy, too, because it takes place. You know, around Christmas time, and um, so you know, that's another like Groundhog Day concept. That's another thing yes. that's happened in a lot of movies. Yeah. People switching bodies. We watched so. uh, another one with our friend Felisa Rose from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sleepaway Camp. She was. It's called the uh, Ugly Sweater Christmas Party. It's about a sweater that was possessed, <laughs> and it's being worn at a. It's hor- It's 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 really bad. I'm sorry, cool. but it's. Well, she you know, endorses. We to, she endorses slash you. You I shouldn't know, trash we, her movies. But we were watching a lot of Christmas-related <laughs> slashers, and I'm I'm spacing now. But we've That's got okay. so much to talk about. We yeah. I'm really excited, Andy. Uh, this uh, as you are listening to this. If you are listening to this on January first, and it's around the noon time Central mm-hmm. Time, we are going to be jumping in Lake Michigan. That's true. We're doing the polar plunge. Polar plunge, which I'm excited about. Oof, that's going to be cold. And another thing before we get into our movie of the year, uh, it's going to be a final one. We're going to take a little break, as, yeah. as most of our true friends, true fans, friends too, know that we usually kind of dip out in January just to kind of re, you know, kind of yeah, refocus our chi. <laughs> but we're going to try something new. We're going to do a final exam watch, and we're going to do it live, yeah. and we're going to hopefully be able to pass that on to our listeners so they can watch with us. We'll do a right a commentary final yeah. exam, and then you guys can uh, download the episode, cue up the movie, and hit play at the same time, and watch as if we are commenting. Why we're hanging the movie, out in the room with you? Hanging out in the room with you? Yeah, I go. You know, I, I like tater tots, so yeah. make sure you have some of those with you. Get some of those on hand. So, uh, yeah, and, I, you know, if I uh, take I'll, – I'll take the time maybe try to put together a best of like we did with best of season five. This episode today also marks the end of season seven. Wow. Yeah. So after this, we'll, believe- we'll be starting season eight. I mean, we've – almost four years. It just it doesn't – and- This is episode 133 of Slash U. And, and you think we, we have, like, eight yeah. listeners that really have – focused and so to all eight of you thank you happiest of new years to you as well um let's just go and get into it from yeah. 1979 <coughs> one out 1979 1979 one hour 36 minutes this is a classic the driller killer the driller killer we watched this after doing two episodes i was like hey andy why don't we just watch it? we got some time i think our, our wives were out together yes so <laughs> after we got done with our, our two episodes we sat down and watched this movie <coughs> together and we did first watch together yeah yeah first watch together and it kind of confused me it was hard to follow yes the second time but we were also talking and we were the second time though i watched it i focused in on it i looked into same 
the you know, no distractions. I watched right. it down here in the studio. Yep. I got to it. This movie. See, I mean, with a name like The Driller Killer and the poster, seems like it would be really rad, but yep. I hate to tell you, man, I was a, kind of a little disappointed. Same. It's 1979, but we've seen some 70 movies. I mean, fuck, come on, let's... Halloween! Yeah. I mean, there's movies the in the 70s that are... at all, yeah. Black Christmas, 74. Yeah. I mean, there's... There are a lot of... But this one seems... Trying to, it tries to be, like, too, like, Buffalo 66, even... You know, it's ironic, because there's a buffalo in this movie, but... I, I, I Is was he trying go, to be too artsy? Artsy this, fartsy. That's what I kind of wrote. This movie is like if if some I wear like I quote unquote I wear a Ramones T-shirt wannabe who thought they were an Instagram art influencer with two hundred thirty nine <laughs> followers and a bunch of quaaludes and borrowed a Super Eight camera. Nice. You know, like I mean, I feel like it's like because uh, it is. It's like because the first thing they say when the when the when when the movie appears is play this movie loud. Okay, because it's it's shitty music. Yes, it's seriously like someone said, like 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 the director. They had a cousin that's like fucking just a shitty person. They played a shitty band, but they're owed a favor, like some family thing. They they have to pay a fucking favor. Mm-hmm. So the, the fucking writer director, or someone in this movie, had to put their shitty cousin's band in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they try to make it like the New York fucking punk scene back in the seventies, yes. you know. But uh, there's not a lot of like character development. I don't care about any of these people in this movie. <laughs> I don't care about anyone either. I didn't care. I was just like I wasn't sympathetic. I wasn't sad when when people died. I wasn't, you know, laughing at anyone. It, it was like I didn't know who really any of the characters were. You know, aside from what we see on the screen, you don't hear about. Any any backstory really of anybody, you know? Anyway. I kinda, yeah, I mean, it, you're right. I I don't. I feel like the only thing I want to be saying through this podcast is, oh, and then we go back to the band. They suck. And yeah, then we go back to Reno. There's some more playing. Yeah. This movie, if they took the music out of this movie, Andy, it would have been uh, 24 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, seriously, there's so much that. But why don't we uh, get into the fun that we have here at Slash U on this uh, New Year's uh, Day 2024. Let's get in, 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 to, 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 to. Andy's Cliff Kill. Nice. Brought to you by Black Eyed Peas. If you want to listen to some shitty music or eat a food that's traditionally eaten on New Year's Day, grab some Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> and now, wow, wow, Andy. Cliff Kill. No, 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 no. Thank you. Are you all right? Thank you, Black Eyed Peas. Um... The Cliff Gill Notes, a brief summary of the movie so that you can follow along with us. Not a difficult movie to follow. Well, I mean, plot-wise. Uh, it yeah, does jump around. The yes, scenes are kind of random and quick. But uh, directed by Abel Ferrara. He's also the lead uh, actor. Yep. Uh, our uh, star of the movie, Reno Miller. King of New York. So, Abel, nice job, buddy. Reno Miller was a starving artist living with two roommates, Pamela and Carol, who's also his girlfriend. I guess. Are they all? Is it's it a poly. throuple? It's a poly. It's a poly? Yeah. Great. It's the 70s, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're short on money all the time, it seems, unless uh, Reno can sell his yes. masterpiece painting of a buffalo. Uh, so he's working on that for the bulk of the movie. But our big old rock band moves into the apartment upstairs from them, and it won't stop rehearsing. It's causing Reno to fall behind on finishing his painting and to slowly descend into madness. Yeah, I think it wakes something up inside of him. Yeah, yeah. he ultimately ends up picking up a power drill and a portable power pack and going on a killing spree, drilling 
homeless men around Hobos. the city. Yeah. And and that's the gist of the movie. <laughs> yeah, woo! <laughs> I wish I wish I could get deeper. Uh but I, I just I struggled with like how to how do I make these cliff kill notes? I think you did a good job because I mean we're really as we talk about this movie, we're gonna develop more of this madness, you know, that the that, guy goes off that the is Reno, yeah. Yeah. And so. I think it's internal. It's you know some some of it's caused internally, externally. But mm-hmm. uh, you know I do like how the movie opens with "Play this movie loud," Great. because obviously you know the director's cousin's band was like, "Man, you better make sure I get a lot of play in this movie, or yeah. Dad's not gonna fund your trip to fucking Guam." Somebody owed somebody a favor. Yeah. And said, or I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna yeah. play those that Super Eight film. I've got of you jerking that guy off. <laughs> Blackmail got yeah, this band blackmail in the movie. Yeah, Blackmail got his band in here. So we get like, the credits and the title right away. Yeah, and it's it's kind of it starts off kind of like Andy said, artistic movie, weird fuck. I didn't get this at all. This Reno, whole scene. Reno, our actor, our main hero, if you will, he's walking into a church and he approaches Willie Nelson, who is like speaking some gibberish. How'd they get Willie Nelson in this movie? <laughs> I think I'm oh, sorry. I think it was just some old guy with a long beard. Okay, he's mumbling to himself. But uh, the it, guy just reaches out and grabs Reno's hand, and Reno like flips out and, and yeah. runs out. So they, so he rubs run, runs into a cab. Carol's with him, his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and, and she's he's like talking shit about the guy who just grabbed him. Yeah, he's him. like, yeah, over here. I don't know, man. He really got that accent that we yeah. do. Yeah, he grabbed me. Yeah, yeah he grabbed he, me. he does. He does yeah. have the same accent like, that you and I always pizza. do. Hey, let's get out of here. Like, what do you we know? Were, what do you really know? This really sounds like him. Yeah. And Carol's like, uh, well, you know, who was that guy? And what's the big deal? He uh, he had your name and number on a piece of paper. I I didn't see that. I didn't get it. Carol There's references no it. And Reno's just like, I don't know. Maybe he found it in the trash or something. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Let's go do art in Queens. That's it. That's the only time we see this old man. That's the only reference to this. It's just something that happens at the beginning in, of the movie. In this cab, too, the driver, uh, you know, while he's driving, the cab driver is doing uh, voodoo rituals. Sure, as he mumbling. Is, as yeah. he's from the outskirts of Kenya. Sure. Um, and then they <laughs> kind of, you know, they... They make out. This is like as they make out in the back yeah. of the in the in the, <laughs> the, the the cab. Old crusty New York City punk plays. Yep, like the glamour dolls and you know like shit. That's kind of yep. you know that from that era. The Ramones, Iggy Pop, like you know all, Ziggy Stardust. All that shit was kind of focused around this area. So they really kind of draw and and everyone at that time, Andy. Because the music really, you didn't really have to be that good. You just had to have a, uh, you know, wore makeup. Like, yeah. it really was a time where, like, it was really spectacular to see men dress as women and wear makeup. So right. you could play shitty fucking music and still probably get a record deal. Um, I think uh, Reno also, he's making out with Carol in the backseat, had her hand, his hand up her shirt, mm-hmm. which, you know, was one of the things we prize here at Slash U. So good for him. Good for them. Well, good for the whole. Uh, good for all situation. of us. They arrive at some kind of you know dance club. It's a punk club. Yeah. Heavy music concert going all on. All filler. Uh, Carol goes inside, I think, to grab uh, Pamela, their roommate, because she's inside there. Yeah, inside listen, the club. I think I said glamour. I don't know how I got that mixed up. I was thinking of glam rock, but uh, like, and the band playing is like Dollar General, New York Dolls. <laughs> Um, you know, so the and it's so it's just kind of setting up the scene. So we get to the next day, and this is when we find out, like Andy uh, mentioned, as Cliff Kill notes that uh, they live in a kind of a, a loft um, in the city of New York, and they're all crashed out. Reno lives with two girls, his girlfriend Carol, as we mentioned, and Pamela. And I feel like they do have a poly relationship where, you know, Carol and Pamela can kiss and smooch. And I think like 
if Rito wanted to get in there and touch a bube, he would be allowed to. I never seen him really making out with Pam, just Carol. Yeah, but and I, I see Carol and Pam making out. Yeah. So, but I would like to assume that it's the '70s. Yeah. There's a bunch of quaaludes, and uh, they listen to um, right a lot of good music. Right. Do a lot of good drugs. Yeah. And hang out. So. So. It's really. I think this scene, Andy, is as he's waking up and seeing. Pamela, it's just uh, for us to introduce the drill. She's trying to drill something. She wants to hang a picture, maybe, or something. She's going to drill a hole in the door. Yeah, and he's and like, hey, he's I like, hey you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. What are you doing over Come here? Come over here. Yeah, let me drill. And she does the old, like, no, I want it over here. Yeah, then she, she seems super stoned and yeah, out of it. Yeah, she's wearing baggy I want it over here. Gross. He's, he's like, like right over here. And, she, and then he, he goes to drill, and she's like, no, 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 over there. He goes to drill. No, 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 over in the middle, in the middle. Finally, we settle on center top of the door. Great. great. And he drills the hole. But Super. it was a great way for us to meet the drill. The Correct. drill is a character in this movie. I so, agree. So, cinephile. Cinephile. Reno, <laughs> just to kind of clarify, Reno is an artist. And I don't, and I think he is kind of has a name in the industry, Andy, because, you know, we, we, we get that idea that he's known. Right. And he's able to afford this love. Granted, times can be hard as an artist, starving artist, yada, yada. Yep. But it's. Uh, He's he's around this painting that he's really excited about. I guess his masterpiece. Yeah. I don't understand the reason, because this happens twice within this movie, as he's kind of looking at his painting within their loft, she's reading horrible news from the newspaper. Uh, a, a lady, Carol? Yeah, yeah, Carol's like, oh, a lady mistook her poodle for a roast and microwaved her poodle. Yeah, and, I don't know. I think maybe j Carol just does that. Maybe that's her thing. Yeah, to read she the news. She reads the, like, the horrible news. Yeah. Headlines. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy in Florida? <laughs> you hear about the lady who accidentally microwaved her poodle? Oh, my God. How would it you do that? It was the worst. Oh, oh my God. God. Poor poodle. It's the worst. Um, they get Some the... people. <laughs> so. Today, these kids... Anyway, and TikTok. Right. Reno, Reno gets the rent bill. And, yeah, and, and the, phone the electric bills. bill, the phone bill. Yeah. You, you remember when you used to get charged to call long distance? Long distance. He starts with like L A. Seven dollars to L A. Seven dollars nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. Fucking eighty six dollars. I'm sure it would be a lot today. Yeah. They mentioned five hundred dollars a lot in this movie. I looked it up. It's two thousand dollars. So they paid five hundred dollars a month for rent. Yeah. In the city for a co pretty cool loft, two thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, and you're. Not gonna get that these days. It's gonna be more than that for yeah, sure. Yeah, so these I mean, days. you think five? I mean, it's so. So they're still getting a deal, but anyway, well, he's cussing out the ladies because <laughs> the phone bill is super high. He's worried about bills yeah. and he's worried about money. Go ahead. Yeah. He ends up just grabbing the phone and hurling it out the window. So we also are a landline seeing that he has a temper. Yeah, yes. it's a landline, but he just grabs it and chucks it out the fucking window. Yeah, uh, all the way down to the street. Yeah, and, and this is kind of when he's like, "I got to cool off over here." Yeah. So he takes off to this uh, the streets of New York to hang out with the decrepit of New York City. Kind of has you know smokes with him, and I think this is also where he likes to take a sketchbook candy and yeah. kind of capture the uh, scenery that uh, is. New York in the 1970s. Well, it's a short kind of montage of, yeah, on a lot of unhoused men. I like that new word, unhoused. Unhoused? Yes. Homeless? I, I like saying hobo. Is hobo cool to say? Well, if homeless isn't cool to say, I don't know that hobo is. Why do you? Okay. okay. Not sure. We're going to put this on our Patron. Sure. Hobo is, it's like, oh, there's old, you know, Zanzibar the hobo. Zanzibar the hobo. <laughs> character here on Slash You. Hey, everybody. I'm Zanzibar the Hobo. How you doing? Yeehaw. That's how I picture him. He has a, oh, a five-day scruff 
on his on his face, you know, beard. And he's uh, Zan- old Zanjabar the Hobo. Here we go. There he is. <laughs> yep. He's the rootness tootness. He's a Yosemite Sam ripoff. <laughs> Zanjabar the Hobo. <laughs> New t-shirt idea. Oh, shit, dude. New I just peed a little. Zanzibar the hobo. But, but you know, <laughs> what that is what we see mostly in this movie is men. Yeah, sorry. Unhoused, I gotta... homeless. Unho- I'm, I, to be honest with you, man, I kind of don't understand why the term homeless is offensive to some. The, the people without homes, homeless. But it's just like if I didn't have a car, I would be carless. You know, or I don't have any money. Uncard. M- moneyless. Uncard. Broke. So, uh, you know, if you don't have a home, you're homeless. But uh, that's offensive, apparently. I think so. it's just the way it's been. I think it's because yeah. they're, try- they're trying to rebrand it because sometimes brands can get bad. Hey, hold Why on. Why are we trying remember- to fix it? Well, Why do we, we got to rebrand it with well, f- fun words? Well, Subway did try it. Try fixing the Papa problem. John, they're not you know? changing their names, but they're changing the way they look because mm-hmm. you had a pedophile, you know, hawking their fucking food. Sure. You know, Papa John is like, you know, an openly racist Subway. Kentucky fuck. You know, so I got to ask you a question, though, because I do have a note in my notes. I have a note in my notes that says, Andy, what's with the flashback? I mean, it's kind of already showing. I mean, they have a quick flashback of the drill. Like mm-hmm. he's getting ready to th- show some thoughtful love for the drill. I, It's like we, we show we see his demise into like, you know, the pits of his torture, you know, like where, where he's going. Because oh. they do some flashbacks of like, like his dr- dad, maybe. I don't know. I have dude. a note here, too. Weird dream flashes about his father, question mark, and the drill. And Reno snaps awake on the floor of his apartment. Yeah. So so, um, so he, he needs to get in touch with his art agent. Are they Bixby? Dalton. Dalton. Dalton Bixby. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And he's an art agent. He's a yeah. big deal in the New York City area. He likes to have phone sex with men. Who cares? But he is kind of like you Dalton. have. Dalton. I think he likes to have regular sex with men, but also on the phone. So yeah. phone sex too. Either one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can have mic sex. In person. Oh, Andy, your nipples Let's not do it. Let's not do it right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, but what what's happening is <laughs> Reno's. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Reno's kind of calling, and you know, to he, he's actually visiting. Uh, Dalton and he's like, "Yo, hey, over here! I need to, yeah. need to, you need to advance me some money because obviously he's a name because he's been advanced money before, right? So if you're a no name, you're not. I mean, he's obviously kind of made his his mark in the New York yeah, City. Yeah, this is in his first yes Buffalo rodeo painting. Hey, uh, <laughs> I like it. He asked Dalton for an extra five hundred bucks, and Dalton cusses him out like yeah, it was you know what two hundred last month for your, your girlfriend's abor- abortion, and then the two hundred dollars for a trip you took to yeah some other to thing, that pizzeria. and you needed some groceries yeah, I don't know and then another abortion and now, and now you need $500 he uh, says no I'm not giving you the money but he's like hey over here I got this buffalo piece it's gonna be tits and yeah. you're gonna love it it's, it's about a buffalo but it's got some girls in it right that he's and he actually still does not get the money, so Carol has to come through. Remember his girlfriend, yep. who was previously married. She was to a man named Stephen. Stephen, and she gets an alimony check, so she has to use that alimony check and put it right towards rent, and she has to hand it over to their autistic landlord. <laughs> Al the landlord. Al the loves, landlord loves feeding the rabbits. Um, so she's paying Al the landlord. They are still one month behind because Al says like that's last month. You're still yeah. You still owe for one month and uh, excuse me. You're not gonna uh, if you don't pay up. I'm gonna have to put you out. All your stuff's gonna be in the street. Yeah. As he's feeding his rabbit. As he's feeding his rabbit. And uh, I'm now if you can't see this because this is a uh, audio yeah medium. So if, if you ha- if you could see us visually, you would see me raising my hand. Do you have a question, Nick? Yes, I do. 
What is it? He just ha- what's up with this murder from the street and the oh. binoculars? He's on the roof. Uh, Reno students. Reno is on the roof with binoculars, a loft looking on the roof. Looking at people. Yeah. And he's just kind of looking at people. Then he sees a a, a murder happening during a the day. A man with a briefcase gets stabbed. Gets stabbed in the back in broad daylight. No one does anything about While it. People watch. And a lot of people just kind of look around. We gonna count that guy as a death because they hauled yes. him away in an ambulance. Yes. Yeah. I no, count. I don't know. I, I I have in my notes briefcase man question mark. <laughs> there was an ambulance there. Reno watched the whole thing. They hauled him away on a stretcher, and that was that. Yeah, let's call but what is this for? I think it's to establish Reno going like, huh? You could just kill somebody in broad daylight. No oh, one's gonna care. Professor Interesting. Andy. Yeah. I think Professor? it's Reno. This this plants the seed in Reno's head that. Oh my God! I love this. Killing just a random person on the street oh. isn't such a big deal. God, that was sexy, Andy. I think, Andy. That I think was, that's that what was Reno's brilliant. getting at. Yeah, I'm really proud of you, buddy. So, a little bit later, a car with the word "roosters" painted on the side of it pulls up to the building, and several people pile out, all stumbling and weird. And Pamela is with them. They're obviously under the influence of drugs and/or alcohol. Oh yeah, they're they're um, they're come to bum a loft too. They, I mean, yeah. it's, it's what a great you know. Hey, five hundred a month. Our band can play there. We can yep. sleep there. Al, the um, landlord, shows them around. They yeah, say, uh, they, "We're a violin group. We're gonna be real quiet. Don't worry about it. We're a violin group." And they pay Al for the apartment. They pay Al, and so uh, oh yeah, th- their name is the Roosters. I always thought it was Tony and the Cocksmacks. Um, close. I mean, Roosters. The Roosters. Cock, Cocksmacks. Yeah, you're very close. Um, but it's Roosters. Carol is kind of upstairs in the or next door in the other loft. Yeah. Carol is kind of pushing Reno, Andy. She's like, "Can you hurry up with this damn buffalo piece?" Yeah, he just like insults her. Yeah, he goes on a long ass rant. You don't know nothing about this. I'm an artist. You know nothing about art. You know about food. You know about spreading your legs. You know about taking showers and stuff. Yeah, and he finally just says like, "When it's done, I'll fucking tell you. You'll be the first person I tell. Yeah. Even if you're sleeping, I'll whisper it to you. It's done, baby. I'll come and whisper it. Even when it's done. Shadowing. Foreshadowing, indeed. Good call again, Andy. You're nailing this. Movie. I know. I'm, it's almost as if I saw it twice. Yeah, you're drilling this. Um, so, <laughs> so Pamela's kind of bummed because she's, she's bored. She's in the house. They're watching TV, and they have no money for drugs. They, they have no money to money. go out. Yeah, they want. You know, she wants dope. So, you know, she's like, Carol, do we have any money? She's Carol's kind of like the mom figure to Pamela, I think, too. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, I had to use my alimony to pay rent. But the good news is, Andy, the band next door, Tony and the Coxmax, they start playing, and there's the party they're looking for. I mean, they're kind of like, cool, we have... We have uh, Andy just opened a beer, and uh, it decided everywhere. to spooge on the table. Do you have a uh, paper towel? Um, yeah, let's hit pause. Okay. Okay, sorry, just a little beer spill we had to clean up. That is totally on me. Uh, side Didn't note on this, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, like I mentioned on the last podcast, I've gone uh, alcohol-free, so I still have a community, I still have my community fridge, so I love it when Andy comes over because he's able to grab a couple of beers. A couple of beers that I have. I'm I enjoying, owe you for these. No, you don't. You I've been drinking all your beers. Your love is all I need. Oh. The well, Guinness, I do want to make a shout-out to, <laughs> I want to make a shout-out to the Guinness non-alcoholic drop mm. in a can. Absolutely delicious. So they're able to part. The band next door is kind of a route for them to party, Andy. So yes. since they can't do anything, so this band, you right. know, is jamming and it's like plays all through the night. Yeah, but and and and, and, and Reno, like you said in your Cliff Kill, he can't fucking stand it. Right. Imagine like living next door to Sugar Ray, and they were playing like, <laughs> and they were playing like eight hours a day. Like, Wait, you know, it has to be Sugar Ray. Well. Okay. Every morning is a hello hanging from the corner of a girlfriend's four post man. So, I, got, I got a question for you. Please. Would you rather live so if you were in this situation that you had to hear the music all the fucking time mm-hmm. 
and like you're living in a loft and you're trying to do a painting of like you know either fucking Mr. Fritz or Montel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you rather cats? Would you rather have Creed living next door or Sugar Ray? Ooh. This is a question to you too, students. If maybe you, uh, maybe Creed. Cause... And they would start playing. Yeah. Six days, eight hours a day, six days a week. Eight yeah. hours starting at like four in the afternoon uh -huh. to like fucking two midnight. in the morning. Well, four to midnight's eight hours. But eight, uh, hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a writer. Fuck off. <laughs> not a mathematician. Yeah, not a mathematician. I think Creed would take Sundays off, which would be good, right? Weren't they kind of semi-religious? No. Oh, I'm thinking. They're playing six days a week, so Creed? yeah, they, they, everyone takes Sunday off. With arms wide open. So you pick Creed? Yeah, I pick Creed. I picked Sugar Ray. Hold me now. Their first album wasn't bad. Six feet from the edge. I think, I think Scott Stapp would get drunk and just pass out. I don't it, think they would. He's on Cameo now. Oh, he is. Good yeah, for maybe him. we Does get that mean he's done drinking? Well, well, I mean, he looks good. Good. Good for him. Maybe we can see like if he'll do something for uh, Slash You. Anyway, Point being is the band three, plays loud. This three-piece band is horrible. Yes. They're horrible. They hang Very out with bad. strung out groupies dancing next to them. So we have to keep watching this. And so... This just to get rid of the noise, just to get out of the fucking headspace, Andy. Reno decides to take off and go do art. He just sketches some more of the unhoused men who are like... The hobos. The hobos sharing bodily Jaeger or whatever. Yeah, it did look yeah, like that's Jaeger. what it looked like, Jaeger. But um, Reno just sketches them. This is also a great moment for us because he is on the streets. He walks by a TV shop where they actually sell TVs, like much yeah. like a Best Buy. Um, and he notices a commercial... That's playing on one of these TVs, and it's a foreshadowing for a an uh, a portal pack, a portal pack, which is you know a belt, a belt of batteries. Yeah, so, and you can plug in any appliance that you can plug into the wall. You can plug in the portal pack. So if you want to bring a fucking uh, a mixer, blender, a with blender you? to her and say, hey, I got margaritas. Yeah. Right. Hey Nick, where are you gonna plug it in? I got my portal pack. Bring it camping. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. There you go. Only nineteen ninety five, which is what. $86. $86 today? Yeah. So, not so, bad for a big belt of batteries. We just had to get that foreshadowing out to know that that's probably going to be helping that drill yeah. run. But So, back to the band. They're still playing. They're trying to coach these two female backup singers. It's so drawn out. I fast-forwarded. Yeah, Reno is fucking mad because it's 2 a.m. Yeah, and he has like a flash of himself like covered in blood briefly, and then he snaps out of it. You know, he has like a flash vision of himself, just drenched in blood, yeah. screaming, yeah, and then he kind of wakes up out of that. I think this is kind of like a, you know, a demise into his, uh, you know, his emotional internal chaos. Him going a little crazy? Yeah. So this is kind of when Reno is out in the streets and he starts bugging out on like drunken hobos. Yeah, he and grabs he's like, some. And he's like, yeah, down on his He's like, you down did you? Old lady leave you? Yeah. Did you, did you lose your job? What are you doing out yeah, here, man? Come on, we want some pizza? He stands the man up, but suddenly they hear shouting as a group of people chase someone else down the street. I didn't get that. I, I, guess I don't the, know. Maybe the people he, stop for a second and go, holy shit. Andy, maybe this is when he was going to try, because he did. I think that's so brilliant, too, by the way, man, that you called out that binoculars rooftop gag that oh. he was like, that maybe that's why he was like, oh, it's that easy. It's just that easy. That's good. Thanks. Um, so More so band playing. More band playing. Horrible. Uh, you know, Cousin's like, you promised. Put my band in there. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then it's rad. We cut to boobs. We have Carol and Pam taking a shower together. Four, bo four boobs. That's it. Four boobs. Pretty cool scene. Yeah, they're just showering and kissing. I don't know why we really needed it. I guess to show that it's a pretty cool fucking living situation for Reno. I guess. But it does definitely make the movie a little more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> for a couple of minutes. 
I mean, you're kind of, yeah, because you're listening to that shitty band. Not saying that you need pubes, but I mean, after listening to that shitty band for so long, it's like, yeah, oh, pubes. Give me something here, yeah. And then there they are. And this is the and this is when we uh, cut to Reno, who's sitting alone with his thoughts. And I, Andy, this is when I really think that his dark, artistic alter ego starts to manifest. Doesn't he just take some bare aspirin, probably for a headache, because of the music, mm-hmm. and he just falls asleep, like on a bench or on a table or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah. you know, again, I, I think it's just kind of starting to want to show how he's deteriorating right. into this, you know, madness. There's a quick scene where uh, one of the band uh, groupies is talking to Tony, the lead singer, complaining that the backup singers don't look good. Yeah, she's That's like, all. yeah, she's really like, what the, we, we mentioned that in the previous part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. About two minutes ago, yeah, where they're like trying to tra- you know get these two girl female backup singers to go with them, but Tony's gal pal not having it. We none of the girls like them. They don't do anything right. They chew the gum. They smack. They take. They don't want to dance. They don't look good to be band either. Tony, are you listening to me? And Tony's just brushing his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's it's really um, kind of weird scenes. I guess we're just kind of starting to see that. Yeah, the, this living situation among the lofts. This you know, movie jumps a lot. And it's car- just like cut. Next scene, cut. Next yeah, scene. Character development that is not worth dick. No, no. I, you know, I only learned that. It's so like, funny you wrote that. I, sorry to interrupt, but I wrote this movie was kind of hard to follow right after my, that last. Thank note. you. Well, the uh, the only way I know a lot of the names a lot of times is I watch second watch with the closed caption. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do and I. sometimes the captions will say in parentheses the the name of the person who's speaking the lines. So that's how I knew Tony was named Tony because when he talked. The closed captioning said Tony in parentheses and then the words that he spoke. You know, so I could tell Pamela, Carol, Tony, you know, uh, because Reno is the name that other characters say yeah. in the movie. So you could tell his name's Reno. Carol, they mentioned Carol a couple of times and Pam maybe once or twice. But they, yeah, I, I, they mentioned Tony. I started yeah. seeing Tony a lot. It's hard to follow who's who sometimes it is a quick cut i know this and i really do agree this is supposed to be like a 19 again this is 1979 students. yeah that's this true. is crazy i mean to think like hey driller killer this made the uh, uk nasties you yeah know, because of the vid i mean they could have made uh, the, the 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 movie poster and just the idea of a driller killer well, again 1979 right after halloween came out again i mean it's but it does like andy mentioned again i think he hit a, a, a on a point here they do try to make it a little too artsy well, in the next little quick scene, Carol is reading some of the mail. Steven. And it seems she's received a letter from an old flame named Steven. Yeah, and you hear his voice. Yeah, he's the VO over the words on the letter. Carol, I miss your bosom across to the vase. Something the... like that. Five-year anniversary of the day they met or something, and he sent her, quote, a little extra and says that he thinks of her often. So, a little extra money in the envelope. I guess yeah. the band plays more He's loud romantic, music. romantic, unlike Reno, but yeah, we get back to the band. Hell yeah. Reno goes and complains to Al, the landlord. <laughs> Al, they, the landlord. They, they just never quit playing. Night and day, these guys are playing. Al says, it's not my problem, and they don't bother me. I'm Boston again. Uh, <laughs> they don't bother me. I don't care about it. Um, but Al just promises, fine, I'll talk to him. I'll tell him that the police complained or something. I'll talk about him. And he offers Reno a dead rabbit. Skinned. Here's a skinned rabbit. Here you go. It's Thanks. better than chicken. Yeah. You guys can eat it. Here you go. And gives well, I mean, Reno this dead rabbit. food, so. It was the rabbit that he was feeding earlier in the movie. Oh, I thought he just collected a lot of rabbits. Do you th- I probably got to count that. Yes. <laughs> that you rabbit, do. That poor rabbit. Re- Reno turns that rabbit into food art. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. So we could, Andy, we, we could see more of, of Reno 
who is this killer is cresting the waves of chaos. Cresting the waves of chaos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nick. Slashy. That's a good word art you got there, buddy. That's cresting painting a wave, picture with the words. Cresting the waves of chaos as he stabs this dead wabbit. Uh, wabbit. Killed a wabbit. Killed a wabbit. You had Zanzibar the hobo. <laughs> And now cresting the waves of chaos. Oh man, <laughs> Zanzibar the hobo. I don't know what the hell happened, but that is yeah, that's, that's uh, perfect. I like that one. Slash oh. this one. That's our mission statement for 2024, baby. Slash you cresting the waves of chaos. Oh my god! Yes. To bring you all the best in cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten slashers. I'm taking off my shirt just because you said that. Me Hold too. On. I'm actually putting my hand down my pants. Yeah, me so. too. Hold on. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Hey, so now. Uh, <laughs> Rito is looking. Um, he stabs the head of the dead rabbit yeah. several times. This is him starting to fall off the edge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cresting yeah. those waves of chaos. And the next day, he's looking in the window of a hardware store. And that Ronco Porta Pack. Porta Pack, ready to buy. Deep thoughts with Artsy Reno. He goes um, inside the store. Yeah, so we know that that's going to be purchased. Uh, back at his. With little... all the money he's got, he somehow bought this Porta Pack. Yeah, that's actually a good point because I mean, 80 bucks. Well, it's 1995 back then, but but yeah. that's like 80 bucks. I mean, 1995 is a lot of money back it's then. It's like I mean, two and a half calls to Los Angeles. Yes, he spent. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what he did. Maybe he called Los Angeles to get some money. Well, uh, later he's working on the painting. He starts to hear voices. Bless you. Uh, and he, I don't really burp that much anymore. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he hears voices. It's Carol's voice calling him. Reno. He's, you know. he's starting to flip, Andy. He really yeah. is. He's he's so, he he hallucinates. He sees a bloody-eyed woman. Isn't and, it Carol? Yes. It's like bloody. That's what I wrote. Andy, is that supposed to be Carol? I think it is. Then I wrote whatever. Like eyes. Yeah, the eyes are bleeding. That's it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's his the, the the his madness is has arrived. It's here. He heads out and the he, waves of chaos have crashed. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Here's he us still coughing and hacking. And... It's it's. I've read that it's a nationwide sickness, and yeah. it's not Rona. Like, oh, like I've done a few tests, negative. Yeah, same. People, uh, my my family came in town. Everyone got sick. We couldn't spend time together. So that's it's just there you horrible. Go. Right. Uh, bear with us, or I we're, should say, buffalo with us. Um, <laughs> Reno heads we're out. We're cresting the waves of chaos. Yes, with our cough. With our coughs. Coughing the waves of chaos. Yeah. Reno heads out because he's obviously the madness has arrived, and he wakes up his first hobo. Yeah, he has the drill kind of behind his back. Yes. Um. But he wants the guy to wake up. He's like, come on, man, wake up. What are you doing here? Wake up. Uh, he wakes the guy up and then just drills into his torso. <laughs> he kills him. I mean, and a so, lot of blood. A lot of blood. And again, I wrote, I mean, it's 1979. I, I have to go back to that. You know, when I'm watching this, I mm -hmm. have to go back and think of myself like, okay, Nick, put yourself in there. You've arrived in your shitty Trans Am. Mm -hmm. You've arrived with I'm probably dating a girl named Angela. Mm -hmm. I've slipped her a lewd. Oh, we, we consensual. She took. She a was lewd. okay with it. She yeah. was okay with she the quaalude. She was taking it. Yeah. yeah. She's just. She's like. Who are you, Bill Cosby? Yeah. No. <laughs> she's right. like got hair like Farrah Fawcett. Right. And I'm like, hey, I don't know why I'm talking. I'm like, hey, Angela, do you want to go see the driller killer? Yeah. She's like, are you picking me up your Trans Am? I'm like, yeah, Angela, of course. <laughs> And she's like, "Do you have any ludes? Did you talk to Did you talk to Frank?" I'm like, "Yeah, Frank hooked me up." So me and Angela and some quaaludes hop in my used Trans Am and we go see the Driller Killer in 1979. So you've put yourself in the time, yes. and you're watching this. It would this. fucking be crazy. It would be crazy. Yep, because this dude is fucking drilling into the, this torso, blood everywhere, 
for the time, for the place. Excellent effects, I think. I, I agree. Right? You agree? I agree. Good. I, agree. I didn't want to speak for you. Um, and that's his first kill. Yep. A little bit later, Pamela's Thank you. taking the trash out, and she finds, I think it's the dead rabbit yeah. in the trash. Yeah. And she, and she screams and just flips out. I remember when we were away. watching this. Yeah. You know, we were kind of like, man, she kind of freaked out. I mean, it's just some. It's like it would be like finding like some chicken breasts in the trash. I agree. Like, why are you so freaked out? I don't understand. She's on quaaludes. Yeah. He's like, oh my god! It's, yeah. it's food in the garbage, but all right, or raw meat in the trash. Okay. No big deal. I mean, it's not like finding a a hand, like a human hand in the trash. You know, that would be worse. That would be worth freaking out about. But. Okay, I know I've told this story on a podcast before, but I don't care. I want to go get out real Please. quick. Please. We when we lived in St. Louis, across the street from us, some derelict fuckbag, you know, lived there. He had a horrible house. He run down. And one night, one day I walked out and I, I smelled. I always thought there were dead bodies in there. Mm-hmm. The smell was permeating from this house and I didn't know what to do. So I assumed this was a dead body. I called the cops. Ooh. Cops walked up, knocked on the door. There's a bag. He's like, yeah, something really reeks in there. He walks back up, puts his poke stick or whatever in this bag and comes running and goes, oh my fuck. I'm like what? He's like, there's a dead pig's head in there. Oh no. Guy motherfucker was keeping it. You smelled the decon. When they took down the house, because we still kept in touch with people who lived in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. when they when they had to tear down the house, because they actually have a beautiful house that's that's up there now, his toilet was filled with feces. Oh, my. Like, he that's where he took flushed? his shit. Never, no, his, I'm sorry, his bathtub. Oh. Oh. His bathtub was filled with fe- human feces. Uh, he There was only pathways. I don't know. They don't know how he lived in there. It was like a hoarding situation. Bad. Oh, man. But um, anyway, I just anyway, kind of wanted to get back to that rabbit. Pam uh, freaks out fu- about raw meat in the trash. So we get back to the band, and everyone's fucked up, Andy. They're getting down to shitty music, and, um, you know, I guess they're getting ready because they have a gig at a club. Yeah. The Polly Threesome uh, is heading there. Carol and Pam and Reno. He doesn't seem too stoked because he's like, yeah, I hear this show all the time when they're rehearsing upstairs. <laughs> I got to hear them all the time. What the fuck? She's like, you'll when you hear them live, they're actually really good. Yeah. Here's the cool thing, though, Andy, that uh, the band that actually, they're, I guess, the headliner because the band that opens up before them is mm. actually fucking good. A real band? Yeah, because it's good. It's, it's, when Pamela's getting ready with Carol, she's like, the band that's... It's cool because they, they wear makeup, they wear women's clothes, uh-huh. they're not afraid. It's cool to know people like that. Even Pam says, like, when she's getting ready, like, Tony's got clothes that are better than ours, you know? He's got fancy dresses and makeup. And yeah. His dress is really nice. Better than the clothes that we have. But that's what's so kind of cool about the scene. But yeah, I mean, it's, well, they're poor, but no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. The band that opens up for Tony and the Coxmax. It's actually in the cut. It's actually pretty good. I mean, they they kind of have that you know same thing the the makeup, the girls' clothes, but they actually can play music. Mm-hmm. Strong, structured. Uh, you know, I can't believe that they're like. I would think after this band played, when you know Tony and the Coxmax come out, everyone would leave. But again, the opening band is legit. They carry strong tunes, solid riff leads. Yeah. Um, we get to the gals, the girls' bathroom. Where oh, it, yeah. You remember Tony's gal pal? Right. Uh, Pam's in there probably touching up her makeup. And you're right. There's this other groupie gal. Coke. Must be uh, Tony's uh, girlfriend who's just like, yeah, she's what's like, the what? deal with you and this Reno guy who lives with you? Yeah, who, y'all fuck? Do y'all fuck? fuck? Who fucks who? Who fucks? Yeah. Uh, does he fuck you? Does he fuck Carol? And 
uh, I remember Pam saying, like, it's none of your fucking business. How about that? You know? yeah. <laughs> I love doing this accent, by the way. Yeah, so do I. It's really fun. I, even if it's not New York. <laughs> even if it's Boston. Hey, Nick, do you have best Australian? Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, fish and chips. Put it in the... Yeah. <laughs> That's English. Right. Hey, put it in the fish and the barbie over right. here. But um, when she's just like, how about you just mind your fucking business, yeah. you know? Um, and she does, and Pamela, like, excuses herself and yeah. makes way. And this chick's like, you bitch. Yeah, so, whatever. Cut to Pamela and Reno playing pinball. Pam asks how much they're going to get yeah. for the buffalo painting. She's kind of like the weird daughter, and, you know, yeah. and he's kind of like, hey, you know, just, I'm working on it. Whatever. I mean, this, this buffalo is my masterpiece. Right. It's going to, we're, we're going to bank. We'll be able to wear whatever clothes we want. Yep. Travel where we want to yep. go. He says they want it, to go to Bangkok. Well, he, says what? he says it depends how much Dalton likes it. Oh yeah, Pam very smartly says it depends how much Dalton likes you. That's yeah. And she said you should let him stick it up your ass so you'll like him. He'll like you more. <laughs> I don't. I watched you don't it remember twice. that? I do oh, not. That's what she says to to Reno. Video you should let typing. him stick it up your ass so he'll like you more, and we'll get more money for the painting. Well, I mean, kind of that is kind of a sign of foreshadowing. A little bit. A little bit. Also, you know. Kind of a flip the script. You don't see a lot of uh, uh, movies where men are encouraged to use their bodies to get yes. ahead. It's more of a thing that's always been traditionally female. Yeah, I, it's not I, like I, I approve of it. You know, well, it's, I know it's I, obviously I not I, great. I don't think that, but, but it's really cool how all these movies, you know, and through different generations and genres, yeah. blah, blah blah blah, you kind of get to see that approach of like you know that that cultural situation that's planted right then. Pretty smart though, of Pam, to be like, yeah, Dalton's gay. Why don't you let him stick it up because, your ass? Yeah, because Pamela does come off <laughs> in the movie. Then we get more money for the painting. Throughout the movie, Pamela is kind of like, I'm Pamela. I yeah. like to do quailies. The airheaded one. Yeah, but she actually uh, wax poetic uh, as she's playing <laughs> Why don't you let him stick it up your ass? Yeah. Uh, um, backstage, yeah. Cocksmack and the Loft Boys. Uh, Tony. Get, and uh, his uh, cocks back in the loft, boys. Yeah, I just, just don't know why I wrote that. Tony and his band. They're like, yeah, they're backstage. You're okay, right. they're back. They're yeah, they're about to take because their band's next. Uh, mm -hmm. They're in the back room, drugs, booze. They take the stage and absolutely suck balls. But this is what I don't understand. Like the the scene, like before they take the stage, they it's five minutes of just Tony going. He's talking gibberish. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and then I'm he like, starts going. I want to see somebody's pussy. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fucking. It's I, stupid. But the director at the time would be like, no, man, it's really talking about the degradation of society <laughs> and how female oppression really comes through the uh, quantum physics of fucking donuts. The way these bands, they just all get high on drugs, and then that, that's the art, man. Is yeah. They get all up in a frenzy in their head, and they start talking gibberish. Yeah. Then they go out and perform the best show. Totally. And fuck you for mentioning that, man. I sniffed a lot of paint when I wrote this movie. Mm -hmm. um, it is the band <laughs> The Rooster, so... Right. This art noir film craft can suck balls. Right. I'm getting through. This is the moment where I'm saying, okay, like I'm getting through this for the students of Slash U, for my homie Andy who's sitting across from me. I have to persevere and keep watching this movie. We will We will make it. Carol wants to reminisce as Reno wants to bitch about the horrible music. And I'm kind of with Reno here. She's like, do you remember we used to fucking come here and get drunk? And he's like, fuck off. I can't, I can't listen it's to this music. It's too loud. Yeah. The music is too loud. Again, like I said earlier in this podcast, if there was no music in this film, 24 minutes, this movie would have been a short. Pretty quick. Yeah. Any, anyway, Reno can't take it. And he splits. And if I was in that club, I'd be like, hey, Rena, wait for me. I don't care if you're going to fucking kill hobos. Let's go. I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll watch out for yeah, you. I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, <laughs> fucking, I'll keep a lookout. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll grab my dad's Super 8 camera and, you know. 
I'll grab a jigsaw. <laughs> uh, you have your drill. Just get me out of here. So as the music plays, Andy, Reno, his drill, and his porta pack hit the city to make some noise. This is a this was co- kind of cool. Yeah. And because while the band keeps playing, we're intercut with different scenes of Reno. Um, he drills a guy to death in the head. Uh, you know, the band plays a little more. He gets another one in the subway station, right? It's yeah, but even as he's approaching, like he he starts going on a montage of killings. Yeah. But like the first guy he kills, it's like a drunken t- Tom Skerritt. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, you, you having problems with the old lady here? Take a sip." Like he's really trying to be a sweet guy. He gets drilled, and then I, the poor homeless dude drinking. Hey, old buddy. Yeah, and the, but then there's a mentally unstable dude. Yep, at a bus stop. Yeah, and he's kind of... Erratically talking to himself. Yeah, and he's kind of fucking around with like an old guy and a dollar, dollar general, Jason Lee from My Name is Earl. Those guys get on the bus. Yeah. So leaving the weird guy by himself. And I think this is actually the coolest kill. We don't have dick shell cuts, but I think this is the coolest kill of the movie. Reno comes up and drills him through the plexiglass of the bus stop. Yeah, the partition. Yeah, yeah drills him in the back. So... Um, that's kind of neat, though. I mean, it was just essentially a montage of him killing different people. But the kill with the head, this is like this is like what you said. He 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 approaches a hobo who's sleeping. Yeah. And he drills him. The drill only goes like in a quarter inch deep in the head. You can see from the blood mark on the drill. That oh, really? Kill him. You don't think so? Slasher Mythbusters, Slasher uh-huh. Busters. I just don't. Maybe next on next next time we yeah. record. You could take a drill and put it like just only you got to promise only put it a quarter there, inch in my head. There was one. Uh, there's a lot of kills here, yes. and I made note of all of them. We haven't specifically called each of them out, but you know, there was one where the drill sounds like a gun for a minute. You remember when we watched <laughs> it together? Yeah. Where he's drilling and it's the sound effects like. Like, is it a fucking machine gun or a drill? It's just the whatever sound editor decided to put that. Uh, there's a couple guys in the street talking to each other. One's looking through the trash. One's lighting a cigarette, leaning against a, a lamppost on the ground. And Reno just runs up and drills one of them. And then the other one's trying to get away. And he fucking chases him down and drills him, too. I mean, the guy's on a spree here. Yeah, um, he's, he's definitely. Um, yeah, he gets the one in the head. And he's uh, like a. Mon- um, uh, like kisses a mon- him on. He kisses, kisses him on the head, head and then leaves. A maniacal montage, if right. you will, just like going crazy. So right. after he's uh, done killing, he heads back to his loft to grab some bagels and think of his masterpiece, the buffalo. He chugs a Budweiser. Yeah. Eats, a you know, like a, a burger that's in the fridge. A he bagel ch- burger. Ravenously. Like yes. he's ravenous. Yes. Chugs some milk, too. I mean, the guy, it's like he's worked up this, yeah. this hunger. From all this I mean, murdering, killing a lot of hobos, you'd be hungry. Burns calories, I guess. So <laughs> killing hobos makes you hungry. There's a knock at the door. It's Tony, the band uh, uh, from the Roosters, looking the, the leader, looking for Pam. Says he brought her a present, and he looks around at the paintings, and he admires Reno's work. Yeah, he's Nick. like that buffalo's pretty cool over yeah, here. This is some really nice stuff. Do it, you do like uh, portraits? Yeah, sell portraits. I, I want one of myself. Yeah, and, and he it, says he'll do it. Yeah, but Reno's like, yeah, but it's gonna cost you five hundred dollars. Again, rent. Two thousand dollars, and he's like four twenty. Well, okay, I'll make it five hundred, but you've so, got to do it quickly. Yeah, I need it like right now. Yeah. So, um, Carol, the next morning, again, <laughs> I think this is the flashback. She likes to read like the putrid news that's happening in the New York terrible Canada. headlines. And yeah, she, and she's reading of the hobo uh, drilling killings. Looks like this man was murdered by a drill. Yeah. And Reno gets really angry, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing to me?" And he like gets right up in Carol's face, like yelling at her, "You're driving me nuts! Why are you doing this? Why? Why?" But does he know that he did the killings? Because he looks at the drill and kind of freaks out. Like, is is, is does he, he remember doing them? Yeah, like, I don't know. Is he in a, a, a physical mental state where he's like, "I don't." 
don't know. What he I'm goes doing. into a fugue state when he's murdering. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just snaps out of it like a Jekyll Hyde thing. Yeah, it's like kind of like, holy shit. Like, I don't know, but he, he... Inception. He gets right into Carol's face yelling at her. Like, why do you do this to me? You're driving me nuts. And we smash cut to them eating pizza. Pamela interrupts. She... And Pamela's brought a, a pizza. She's that ordering pizza. And it's like she doesn't... I, I remember thinking like, oh, we're just normal yes. now. Like she doesn't even care. We talked that, about that like on the a first second watch. ago. He was yeah. just fucking screaming in her face, and now they're just eating pizza. But it is the most disgusting pizza I've ever seen on visual media. It was I, really gross. I've seen. I mean, come on, it's pizza. You've yeah. seen it on every movie. Yeah. Fucking short film. This, fucking television show. You've seen pizzas. This looked really gross. It was the worst. But. Reno is gluttonous about the pizza, like Andy said earlier about when he was eating the, the bagel dude, burger. He plows through like four slices. Yeah, and it's really hard to watch. Yeah. But this is kind of when Carol has it forgotten because he's like, you want a piece of pepper on it? She just takes a slice and fucking slams it at... Hits him in the face. Hits him in the face. Yeah. And like, fuck you. I, I much she storms away. Throw it in your face and eat it over here. And she storms out screaming, I hate him! I hate him! And she goes uh, out on the street... Down to a phone booth to call romantic Stephen to call Stephen because Hello, I guess I I'm guess Steven. their phone's been cut off. Well, he threw it out the window, so yeah. they, don't, they don't have a phone. Um, so she goes to what's called a phone booth. Kids, they don't <laughs> exist anymore. But she they don't. puts she puts money in this phone booth and dials the number, and it's uh, her old flame, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen, and she's kind of like because I mean I, she's watching this guy that she's dating just kind of like fall down a fucking mountainous, fucking you know chaotic. I know I've been saying that word waves a lot, but of it chaos. is. Yeah. Wave. The waves of chaos are crashing upon him. Sounds like waves of chaos sounds like a Creed song. Like, I'm right here on the <laughs> waves of chaos with you. Oh, man. Uh, um, so, quick question for you. There you go. Uh, so, in that style, that, that style of singing, I'm riding away, hold me now, yeah. I'm six feet Creed, versus Stone Temple Pilots. Okay, oh, his devil pilots, you know. Yeah, because those guys are similar. It's a similar sound. I want to spare your waves of chaos because I know it's red, red. I think STP's better. I'm going to fucking tell you that chaos is kind of red with you. I like STP better. But when I heard STP come out, I always thought it was Pearl Jam, like plush, you know? There's another one. Yeah, you add that in the mix. Yeah. So, oh, plus Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam. There, we nailed it. Chaos. <laughs> so, so anyway, we cut to Rita, who is painting the self-patron of Tony. Right. No, no, uh, Carol came back to uh, a childlike painting that said, I'm sorry. Yeah, who, yeah. yeah. But did Reno do that? I think he did. Okay, yeah. just as a joke, because yeah. it's like a kid. Because right. he, you know, he's trying to make it up to her. Oh, yeah, so, okay, so yeah. then. And then he's, he's sketching uh, the band leader, Tony. Yeah. Working um, on that portrait. And it's like... And I'm just this whole time, I'm like, is Tony ever going to get it? Because I feel like he deserves it, but... He doesn't get killed. He doesn't Spoilers. get killed. Yeah. As We're Reno, spoiling the whole movie, by the way. Yeah. As Reno, <laughs> oh yeah, as Reno paints, you know, he grabs a guitar, Tony's... It's just like, you know, just probably like a horrible thing. you got to do it for the money. Still. Yeah. But he's just, Tony's just being a fucking douchebag. Why is this hobo trapped on a ledge? I, I, I assumed, even after second watch, I'm like, free the trapped hobo. Cut to a random hobo. Uh, on a, a ledge in a, in a cardboard box out like in the fire escape yeah but he looks like he's trapped he can't get down it's really weird because he's like angry For at the guitar music and he's jumping around like a gorilla in the zoo 
Yeah, know? obviously. He's like on his haunches, like on his. Yeah. <laughs> he's jumping around like a fucking chimp. I dig it because, I mean, mental health is health, but, I mean, he's probably going through some shit, but it, it's like free the. Tra- like, if they had social media, the hashtag. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like someone would be like, hey, there's a hobo up there. We need to help him. This whole scene is just showing time passing because. Yes. While Tony jams out in the guitar, Reno paints. You're watching this portrait of Tony that Reno is painting slowly progress, and the hour, as the hours go by, and as this hobo out in the in the fireplace or fireplace uh, uh, fire escape uh, jumps around and is just incoherently, you know, Tony's still playing. The painting's coming along. The guy in the alley climbs up the fire escape, screaming, "Shut the fuck up!" Painting's Pamela, further along. Pam's there. Pamela and Tony start making they out. They start making out on the floor. In yeah. Reno. Reno's still finishing the painting. Looks like Zach Braff, more like It Tony. does, yeah. But even later, the painting is done. Yes. And the guy out in the fire escape is yelping, growling to himself. Uh, I don't know. He, like, walks around, like, a corner in the fire escape, and suddenly Reno's there with his drill. The Jesus drill is... This is the Jesus drilling. Drills his hands to the wall. Yeah. Like, probably with a... I don't know, a screw or something. Drill like stigmata style. Drills yeah, him into the wall. Be, the Jesus drilling. And then uh eventually drills him, I think, in the torso or something and kills him with his hands stuck to the wall. Trapped hobo yeah. band name. Trapped hobo. I think it would be more like bluegrass. We are trapped hobo. They have banjos. <laughs> Trapped hobo. Later that night, Carol and Pamela are all cuddled up sleeping. Yeah. Um, is Reno going to do it? Like, has he gone mad? Nope. Um, let's go to Professor Andy for his take on this scene. Andy? Reno comes in. He sees the ladies spooning. He walks. He leans in, just like he said he would do earlier in the movie, and he whispers quietly to Carol, it's finished. It's done, baby. All done. I just finished it. <laughs> just like he promised he would do. That's kind of rad, and that's another good thing that you point the out. The buffalo you know, painting is done. The buffalo piece is ready to be seen by the kinky art agent, who he calls over. Reno's even put on a tie. Yeah. Carol sits next to him, but he does not get good news. They're watching as Dalton evaluates the painting and eventually just says... There's nothing there. This is shit. This is nothing. There's where's, no passion. Where's the impact? Yeah. yeah, you fucked up, man. I'm dropping you as a client. You can't do anything. You're a technician. Yep. Oof. Yeah. And he so, storms out. So Kara hears this, Andy, and loses it because I think she knows that her life with this, you know, avant-garde artist who she attached to, probably thinking she was cool and hip, but her that 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 train is coming to a halt. So she yeah. flips and hits up Steven on MySpace to see if she'll have her back. <laughs> she logs on. She logs on MySpace. He's one of her favorite eight yeah. friends and. Which, which Reno doesn't like. How do you have Steven as one of your fucking favorite eight? You remember MySpace yeah. where you had like the eight friends that yeah. were like your top friends? And when you got taken down, you're like, why the fuck? And they're like, uh, how come I'm not in your top eight anymore? Fucking That dicks. was the beginning of the end for, for yes. when, when social call. media. Thanks, Tom, you <laughs> dick, MySpace, and Friendster. Pamela is listening to all of this. What is she thinking, Andy? She's, probably, she's like listening to all their fighting and crying. So she's kind of like, you know... Like, I guess, I like, like I mean, well, like my little family's coming to an end. She screams at Reno to do something. He just sits there. More band playing. Yeah, it's... The, playing yeah. Nobody's My Girlfriend. Yeah, they're all geeked out on drugs. Carol lies awake in bed. Dreaming of Steven. The next morning, Reno wakes up in time to realize that Carol is leaving. She's dipped. She He chases her down the street. He stops and grabs her, um, the arm that is holding her suitcase. Yep. She turns and says, <laughs> I don't need it. Leaves the suitcase and continues to walk away, and he's just like, "Hey, come hey on, man! You, hey, you man. need your suitcase, come man. On, man! Come on, man!" Reno's life is falling apart, Andy. Also, Pam. 
uh, it was crying yeah, as well. Because I think she knows her life is Carol starting to transition. Her yeah, she start, her life is starting to transition too. Uh, like Reno is losing his mind, obviously, because he's talking to a dial dial tone on the phone. Plays with a lightsaber. Yeah, and he's like thinking it's Carol. Yeah, I mean, well, who would, I mean, that doesn't mean just because you play with a lightsaber doesn't mean you're losing your mind. No, but he's, he's just cool. <laughs> Thanks, but he is just. I thought it was neat because it totally is a lightsaber and. This is 79 Star Wars had just come out two, yeah. year, two years no, it's earlier. Cool. I so dig it's it. Popular toy. And uh, yeah, you're right. He picks up the phone and it's the dial tone and he talks, quote unquote, As if to it's Carol. Carol. Hey, baby. Hey, Carol, how you doing? And it's he, just the beep, 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 beep. He knows Andy at this time that his life is over. So what he did, d- decides to do is like, I'm going to call uh, my art agent, Dalton. Dalton and he's going to kind of proposition him, kind of entice him to come over by saying, hey, no one's in the loft. I got something else to show you. Something you're going to like very with much. Venus. He does say, uh, I sent the girls away, so it'll just be you and me alone. Yeah. And he's like, well, give me 45 minutes. I want to go. He, hey, Dalton's definitely stoked because I think he wants to ride the wave of Reno. Ride the Reno waves. Ride Reno's waves of chaos. Ride Reno's waves of chaos. So um, I think, uh, yeah, Dalton's like, I need 45 minutes. I got to bleach my butthole and I'll be right over it. <laughs> Did they do that in the 70s? I don't know. I want to Google that. Well, did they bleach buttholes in the 70s? Um, Reno's got like, I made a note here. He's got the rabbit head or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't. Pointless. More band playing. More band playing. As Reno gets ready, he dresses like Bruce Springsteen, like a drag show Bruce Springsteen, like in the 80s, <laughs> ready to drill on the drill on the 4th of July. Yeah. Um, And here comes sexy art agent who lets Dalton. himself in. Yeah. He's like, where are you, Reno? He's got a he, bottle of wine, and he's got a he's got an ascot. He's, I mean, yeah. he looks sweet. He looks Reno. Who he are looks, you? He's a good look. You know, Don got. I mean, poor Don. He just wanted to be. He thinks he's, uh, you know, he's there for a date. But, but I mean, uh, but, but Chris Hansen's there, telling him to sit down, have a seat. Don't take a seat. No. Just Where'd you get that ascot? Where'd you get that ascot? What? Who's the bottle of wine for? Dalton? Yeah. No. Um. But uh, let's just yeah. get right to it. Um, Reno steps out with a nice blazer, on, holding. His drill. Is the smoke detector going off upstairs? Is Jody's cooking dinner? Yeah, it's gone. It's still beeping. I'm I think she's okay. Quiet. I can hear the chair moving. It's yeah. definitely. I know what she's doing right now. She's, she's probably waving like, the smoke she's away like, oh, from fuck. the smoke detector. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's gonna listen to this, and she's gonna hear us talking about her with the smoke detector. Point being. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Reno waves the waves the drill menacingly at Dalton and ultimately kills him. Sexy, Bru- uh, sexy Bruce Springsteen takes the drill <laughs> and kills Dalton. Yeah, um, he's drilled, and here comes Pamela. Poor I guess Pam. she's waking up. Do you think she dies too? Because she, she discovers she, she discovers was upstairs Dalton. with the band. She was up hanging with I the know, band. Yeah. But she discovers dead Dalton drilled to the door. Yeah. And then Reno grabs, grabs her. Grabs her. And he's like... Did you count her as a kill? No, I didn't. He's just like, come here, Pammy. And we don't he, see her die. I don't think he would have killed her. The scene just cuts away. Yeah. And we cut to Steven and Carol. Carol's with her, her old boy, uh, Steven. Now. I love Steven. He's They're like... They're making out. He's like, this is... He's like the guy who wears black turtlenecks, <laughs> listens to James Taylor, and is like... And he'll be like, yeah, I went to Little Fair. Like, mm-hmm. he... And like... She's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And he's like, I'll bring your tea to the bathroom. He's like the total fucking... I'll bring the tea into the bathroom. Like a, like a total... Yeah. Like, you would think, like, if you watched cut porn, he would be the guy that would watch. I think Steven reads the Kama Sutra. He's that kind of guy. I think... No, I think he reads it, but then he's like... Then he's like, he invites, like, fucking... Someone else Mandingo to do it. to come over and... <laughs> 
I'm like, hey, do this on my wife. Like, I don't. I just think he's a tool. He just opens the book. Points, do this one, and I'll sit in the corner. You, yeah. do, you guys do this one. Yeah, let me play with my little. My, my little, let me play with my little James Taylor. I don't know, man. I'm kind of happy for Carol here. She went back to a man who obviously appreciates her. Probably has a steady job. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I but, don't know. But let's just, well, again, getting to it, you know, while Carol yeah. showers, he's making tea, but Reno yeah. drills his ass. Just jumps in and drills Steven to death. So this is great. I don't know why. I did laugh when he died. I'm so sorry. I know it sounds bad, but I was just. We both did. I know, because I just kind of think of it's like, okay, sweetheart. I'll just, I'll bring the tea into the bedroom. Yeah. But like, how did. Did Reno know where they live? I guess he did. Yeah. Somehow. And yeah, he, he just up on MySpace. He just jumped in. Like he let himself he got into the apartment somehow. Well, and then the he 70s, just, they leave doors open. I he mean, just it's... jumped into the frame and he drilled poor Steven to death. This is the scene where I'm gonna question you know what I'm gonna question about. This is a cool ending. I really kinda thought it was a, a, a smart ending. Carol's in the shower, turns off the water, steps out, dries off, it's all very slow, walks out into the darkened living room. Steven's not in there. She goes into the bedroom. There, his dead body is. His so dead body is, but she doesn't see it because the lights are off. Yep. She goes into the bedroom. And she sees a figure in the there bed. There is someone in the bed. Yes. That's covered, and she's like, oh, did you fall asleep already? It's not Steven. It's definitely Reno. She turns off the lights, and now it's pitch, pitch black. It's dark, and he's, or she's cooing his she name. She gets in bed. Steven. Steven. What? Come here. Come, Come here, closer Steven. to me, Steven. Poke and it you in just me. hear him going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love you, Steven. And then uh, she asks him to come closer, and they roll credits. Does she, uh, you That's can't it. count it. That's it. I know. So, no, I didn't count Carol getting killed because nothing. The movie just ends like that. That's artsy. Super artsy. So, Leaves it up to the imagination. I'm going to assume that if it kept going, she would realize that's not Steven. It's a dude with a drill. Yeah, but then, I mean, you eventually he he's going to get caught. Yeah, I mean, but sometimes, like, in these horrible domestic cases, like, if if he, if he can't have her, then no one can have her. Do you think he revenge the nerds? Like, he had sex with her in the dark? <laughs> no. And I she, think she, she doesn't know. know that it's not him? I think him. she would know not, his smell. Like, once yeah. he pulls his pants down, she would know you that. You think about it. Revenge of the Nerds, that scene. It was the worst. Where they hook up in the dark, yeah. and the girl thinks it's her boyfriend. Yeah, it's horrible. That is horrible. Yeah, That's, by today's I mean, standards, it is... Rape. What he did. That's, ra- that's but, assault. But it's even rape. worse. It's is that, unconsensual But sex. it's really worse is that the writers thought, oh, you nerds are cool. I'm glad yeah. that you un- I unknowingly had sex with you without my consent. Yeah, well, that's in all the pornos all the time anyway. Like, oh, well, stop, stop, please. Oh, oh no, I kind of like it, actually. Okay, oh, yeah. oh, you guys are great. Dad, yeah, get it on. Dad, stop. Yeah, I mean, that happens all the time. But, I, I mean, I like to think that... Uh, she would recognize his smell, like oh, because I bet that he's just stinky. Reno, yeah, he probably I bet James in six would have days. a better smell. Stephen, Stephen would have a better smell than Reno. Yeah. Oh, he probably so like 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 yeah. you know like when she put like you know Johnson and Johnson, his pubes probably smell like <laughs> fucking really healthy fucking shampoo. Where when you pull down, where when you pull down fucking Reno's pants, I bet it smells like that horrible pizza that we saw, like right. garlic and green peppers. He's probably all sweaty too from all the killing. He's on a scale, been... on a scale of three Sugar Ray albums to eight Sugar Ray albums, what would you give this one? Wow, three to eight Sugar Ray albums. So now I have to evaluate Sugar Ray at the same time as this movie. I'm giving this a four. Yeah, I'd probably give it four. Four Sugar four Ray and albums. Half, four and a half, maybe. Um, can't have half an album. You either got to go can't? four to five. It's just an EP. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, yeah, I'd probably give it like four, four five on a scale of three to eight. I, I mean, it was fine for the 70s, for 79. Yeah, you're right. That's I didn't You don't need, like how you take that glass half full approach. Yeah, so, I don't um, need tons of character development. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a dude. I do like how he just goes on a fucking spree with the drill. You know, I love that in my slasher 
just yeah, and I really starts killing indiscriminately. Yeah, you're I mean, dead. You're dead. I'm gonna drill you. I'm gonna drill you. I'm no, gonna drill really, you. They brought out the backstory a little bit, but you made it more coherent when you brought up like, hey, this kind of is easy when you could just kind of kill someone in, in broad daylight. No yeah. one's really gonna care. Yeah. It's New York City, so and he um, stuck to, for what we know anyway, he stuck to homeless people. So I'm raising my hand again. Yeah, what's your question? That painting probably went up fifty bucks after he killed. It. Like, just think yeah. about it. He gets arrested. So, oh, Driller Killer Two. The sequel. So yeah. he gets arrested, and yeah. that painting just goes up, and it's possessed. The painting's possessed. Yeah, but I mean, but art, it's art, buffalo, art fuck nuts have to get it. So they're like, "Isn't this the painting?" That the artist it. went crazy and drilled a bunch of homeless I'll pay people. Two million for it. Yeah. So then, when that guy buys it, he kills people. So then he dies. So then it just oh. keeps traveling around. So the painting just makes people go nuts and drill. Yes. I like it. Thank you. That's a good one. Hey, do you want to do the kill count? Uh, I would love to. Where's my sound effect? There we go. Ooh, let me touch it. So most of these people don't have names, so... uh, Hobo one, hobo two. Well, officially, are we counting the briefcase guy that he saw with binoculars? Yes. Okay, so briefcase man, dead. Uh, Followed by (laughs) the rabbit. That poor fucking rabbit that Al the landlord was feeding and then killed and gave to Reno to eat. Homeless guy number one. Random pedestrian. Subway guy. Uh, talkative drunk guy tried talking to him for a little bit first, and then he drilled him in the in the guts. Bus stop, the the crazy one at the bus stop. Yep, that he got through the glass. There you go. Another sidewalk uh, guy who was uh, talking on the sidewalk, and his friend, the guy who was picking through the trash. Yep. Those two. They both. Yeah. Trash picker guy's friend. Yeah. Sleeping guy who was in the head. He he, he was who sleeping. Got him in the head. Little little drill. The weird fire escape ape man. I called him Weird Fire Escape Ape Man because yeah. he's jumping around like a like a gorilla yeah. in the fire Free escape. Free the hobo. Then uh, Dalton, the art dealer. Yes. And we didn't count Pam because uh, we didn't see her die. And Steven, yes. the, boy, the ex-boyfriend. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Wow! Kills. Sorry if I, if I broke some <laughs> numbers there. I didn't mean to yell. 14 Sorry about kills that yell. in the Driller Killer, including that rabbit. So. You're, that montage is what did it. It was, because he was just indiscriminately just jumping around. The second watch made me appreciate it more. Agreed. Yeah. If I just, well, first time, like, I was even telling Jody, I was like, oh, fuck. And the first time I was watching it with you, and I remember, uh, I remember really enjoying it. I was just like, oh, shit. Oh, he's killing another one. Oh, there he goes again. There he goes again. It was kind of fun to laugh at, but. I'm going to go ahead and say this, because we (laughs) have a little bit of time. I do not like watching these movies on, I mean, I love Tubi, but I don't. I feel that it's those commercials break it up, and yeah. I just much I would much rather pay the two ninety nine four nine. I don't care. You don't like loss of momentum. Yeah, and because those commercials do add up. Yeah. So um, this hey, is on Tubi. That's where I watched it. I this second watch I'd rented it. So well, I got uh, Shutterbox. Mm-hmm. So like I get all those fucking horror slasher apps. So friends of uh, Slash U, students of Slash U, we are officially gonna kind of take a. Uh, uh, a calm down, if you a will. Break. We are, you know, of course, Andy and I will be uh, meeting behind uh, the stages of the uh, Slash U Drama Department to discuss 2024. Um, definitely want to get some stuff. I think visually we uh, would be sexy for visual mediums. Yeah. Um, I know that we have a con in mind in the Midwest, that uh, uh, a horror con that I'm yeah. definitely signing us up for. We're doing um, Polar Plunge as you hear this. Yeah, on New I'm Year's so Day excited. at noon, we're going to go jump into Lake Michigan. Uh, I was saying to Cheryl, my lovely wife, what if the news is there? 
covering Polar Plunge, and I was like, I was like, what if the news like wanted to pull somebody aside and interview them? If they're going to pull anybody aside and interview them, it's going to be Nick Bankhead. And if they pull you aside and you grab me and we're talking about how we did Polar Plunge at the end, we got to be like, also we do a podcast together called Slash U, the letter U, like University. Tune in. It's talking about campy they horror would, movies. They would edit the they shit. They would out. totally edit that out, but we could still try. Yes. So if we could get on the I local hold news. a sticker up or something. Right, but, right. So. But I'm also wearing a really sexy outfit right. that we will post. We'll be, we'll, po- we'll post some of that stuff yeah. on our socials. Socials. Hey, and dig this. Um, we're really excited about this final <laughs> exam uh, thing we're going to do where we, we, we will watch with you and share with all of you. Commentary. So you, commentary so you can uh, join us. I think 2024 is going to be great. Uh, we're all taking new strides. We're all on uh, new paths. So uh, excited. Want to give some shout outs real quick if I could. Please. Um, Macabre Daily dot uh, com. Check it out on Instagram. Macabre Daily dot com. Uh, just they cover a lot of cool stuff. Great stuff. I mean, Pop I don't know culture. how they get their news. Yeah, I mean, it, it is amazing to see. I mean, I, I occasionally write for them, but uh, it's amazing the 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 content they mm-hmm. produce. Extreme horror replay. Our friends across the pond. Ben and Nancy. Uh, they're doing. Uh, they're getting ready for their second annual O Scares. Ooh. You remember we did? Uh, I think we did something for them last year. Or the Oscars. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. We uh, um, introduce a, an yeah. award. Yeah. So uh, they didn't ask us to do it again, did they? Uh, probably were too risque. Yeah, we probably too good. They were like, these guys are too talented. We and can't. probably your voice. You got the sexiest voice. I mean, yeah, they're probably they're like, like we know. Yeah, this yeah, really dude. raises the bar. Nick comes not. on is like, hey, what's going on? This is Slash you. <laughs> hey, they also Nick, I'm riding the waves of chaos over our, here. Our new friend, uh, Bucket of Chum Podcast, has done a year in review. Just a smart, I mean, he's going to have content forever. I'll throw his promo up. Oh, cool. On this episode. I'm going to get him the screenplay to Shark of the Dead. Oh, yeah, I've got to talk about Shark of the Dead. He covers uh, all those cheesy shark campy movies. shark, shark movies, movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be shopping Shark of the Dead um, uh, a great movie I think my my log line is just going to be zombies sharks what else do I need to write I mean it's it's, yeah. it's to write what else itself. do you need um, oh and let's not forget uh, Dead Alive Dana uh, our PDX homie thank you uh, Dana she's killing it lately she did a whole uh, run through of all the Silent Night Deadly Nights we oh, released so our she first covered, one yeah. the initiation we, that was I last think week she, she, re- she released hers on Sunday yeah. We released ours on Monday, so that was kind of like a cosmic connection right there. So, um, just so did many. Did you good... like it better than than we did? <laughs> we, well, we kind of all brought up the cockroaches and all the cockroaches. Yeah. I don't think she brought up cockroach jizz, but uh, you know, I don't just... think she would. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I think I don't that's think... a uniquely slash you thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we are really excited. 2024 again. I, I know I speak for anyone. I say this. We could have no listeners. We could be speaking to an abyss of static. We and would I still, would do, still do this. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Anything you need to spill out? Andy? Nah, follow us on Insta. Oh uh, yeah, that hasn't changed. Slash you underscore podcast. We'll still be posting on socials. We we'll will, still... and we'll cross post to the Facebook uh, because you know, like it or love it. Facebook's still a thing. And then God, it's, uh, so weird. it's very weird. Um, email us slash you podcast at gmail.com. I'll keep going on the website. If you want to support the show, go to the website, click through any of the Amazon links and order something. Uh, you're going to order something anyway. It's Amazon, right? And um, we'll work on uh, Sugar some, Ray albums. Yeah, some Sugar Ray albums. <laughs> Give that Mark McGrath his uh his royalties so uh until that until we come back and and we'll we'll announce like whatever we're gonna watch next in you know starting in february uh later yeah, we'll in january def- we're definitely so. gonna stay active on our socials but we yeah. do need some time to calm our voices yeah i'll throw uh i'll try to edit together some best of and throw it up and uh, like you said we're gonna do a commentary for final I exam can't wait for that 
and you guys can watch the movie and listen to our voices comment in real time. So that's going to be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. So that's about it, man. Happy New Year, you fucking students. Yeah. Hopefully you're listening to this on New Year's Day. Enjoy your winter break. And until next time, class dismissed. Dismissed.